Hey friend, and welcome to the Camera Brave Show. My name's Marissa, and I help people fearlessly create content and find their own beautiful voice. In this show, we talk all about strategy, mindset, and confidence, not to mention the power of storytelling through my personal favorite thing, video. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's dive right in. Hello, friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Camera Brave Show. My name is Marissa, your video marketing coach that teaches you how to be confident on camera. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how to respond if you are asked to be on someone's show or if they could interview you, and then five ways that you can prepare for the interview process. Now, this is a very timely conversation because I just finished being interviewed and it had been a minute since I was interviewed. So I want to use my experience and share it with you and also give you some advice for if you've maybe never been interviewed before, or if this is your first time in a while, like kind of getting back into it, kind of the tips that really helped me. And it was a super efficient and just amazing, seamless process. Before we get started, I would like to ask a super quick favor of you. If you are enjoying the camera break, show and listening on Apple podcast, if you would take just a super quick moment of your time and leave the show a review and tell me what you are enjoying about it, what sort of content do you want to hear more of? What topics are you loving? All of the things, please let me know. And a review is an amazing way to do that. And it really helps the show and it helps contribute to our growth. So if you would please take just a quick moment of your time, leave the show a review, I would deeply appreciate you. Now, first of all, if you're thinking, okay, this episode is not for me. No one's going to ask to interview me. No one's going to ask me to be on their show. Okay, stop right there and ask yourself, is there anyone anyone that you know personally that has a podcast or a show that they do or a YouTube series, IGTV series, if those are still a thing, uh, if they do lives all the time, any type of show. If there is one person that you know that does that, then I guarantee you this episode is for you. So let's just say that one person that you know that has a show that you think, oh, they would never ask me. Okay, so just for example, let's say that they ask you. They ask you to be on their show. Here's what's going to happen if you are not seasoned in doing interviews regularly. You are going to go and have a knee-jerk reaction to say, oh, I really don't think I'd be a good fit. Or, you know, that's really not my area of expertise. I don't think that I would be like the best fit for this show. You should probably go with someone else because that is the exact reaction that I had. And I know the person who approached me and asked me to be on their show. I'm familiar with the show and I love the work that they do and I completely trust their judgment. But when she turned around and asked me to be a guest on her show, my first thought was, oh, I don't know. You don't really want me on the show. Like that's not my area of expertise. So if I've thought that and I am comfortable on camera, I'm on camera all the time, then I am sure that someone who is newer to creating content and newer to being in these situations is going to feel 10 times the reluctance that I felt. If someone approaches you and asks you to be on their show, on their segment, have a conversation with them, I need you to take that knee-jerk reaction of, oh, I don't know, and just 
sit on it for a minute. Here's what you should do if you think that you are not a good fit for the show, just like how I thought I was not a good fit for the show that I was asked to be on. Every show has a producer. Every podcast, every YouTube series. Now, if it's on a smaller scale, then the producer may be the actual person that reaches out to you. For instance, I am the producer of the Camera Brave show. At some point, I will expand and have other producers and other people that are a part of the show. But for now, I'm the producer of the Camera Brave show. So whatever show that you're on has a producer and it is that producer's job, even if that producer is also doubling as the host and the talent and the person on camera, the producer side of that brain is thinking about the content and they're thinking about how they can propel the show forward and how they can really impact the audience, how they can always be pushing and making things better and looking at the analytics and looking at the resources of what they could expand to and who could help bring a refreshing approach to the show. And if you were asked to be on a show, that means that that producer, whether it's your friend or not, thought that in some capacity, you could bring something of value and an edge, whether it's creative or educational to that show. So there is someone who found you equipped enough to be on that show. And if you are really flustering and you really don't think it's a good fit before you say no, consider asking them just completely transparent, so honest hey, listen, that's not really my forte. Like that is not really my strong suit. Why did you think of me to be on the show? Why did you think I would be a good fit? Because that feels totally outside of my wheelhouse. I do not consider myself an expert in that. Why did you think I'd be a good fit? And hear what they have to say. So at the very least, just ask genuinely, why do you think I would be a good fit for that. Now, let me share with you my story. So if you're new to Camera Brave, then here's what I do. I teach entrepreneurs how to take videos for social media and build their confidence on camera. I was approached by a friend who is an image consultant and a beauty stylist. Her show features heavily on beauty, fashion, trends, skincare, those sort of things which are not at all things that I am an expert on. Like fashion and beauty are not things that I feel a passion for. They are not things that I consider myself naturally good at. And they are things that I kind of tolerate. Like I do have an understanding of how to do my makeup on camera. I have an understanding of how to dress for the camera, of how to position myself, because all of those things are components of being on camera. But at face value, just talking about beauty, skincare, makeup, I was like, girl, what am I going to say? Like I have two eyeshadow palettes and they are old. They we don't need to talk about it. Anyway, it's just not something that I'm super passionate about or interested in, but the opportunity to present on camera is something that I have to take seriously because I'm always trying to grow my audience. When someone comes to you, even if you feel uncomfortable, positioning yourself in front of their audience is valuable. Even if you don't think that you know every single thing about that category, and maybe you don't consider yourself a complete expert in that field, 
you are still able to reach their audience and you're able to bring them and their value and knowledge to your audience. So it goes so much deeper than the content at face value. So when I was approached, my knee jerk thought was, uh, uh, no way. Why would you want me to do this? But of course I, I didn't say those things. I thought about it. And then I said, you know what? I trust this producer. This producer is not going to ask me to be on the show if they think I have no value to bring. They're not going to offer for me to be on their show, go through the trouble of scheduling me, of bringing me on, introducing me to their viewership if they think that I have nothing to bring. If they think that I'm just going to go, then they're not going to ask me to be there. If they don't value what I bring to the table, then they're not going to have me there. So I really had to consider that it was less to do with me and more to do the fact that I was approached by someone and it was easier for me to consider it in terms of how I trusted their judgment. So I trusted that producer. And then I went one step deeper as to, I don't know much about makeup. I don't know much about beauty and the fashion industry. I'm really not an expert in it, but what could I bring to the table? Well, I teach people how to feel confident on camera. And a lot of people find confidence in makeup. They find confidence in wardrobe. So while to me, I see them as kind of separate things like beauty and fashion over here and like confidence and being on camera over here, some people are going to see them as synonymous. They feel beautiful when they can take care of their skincare, when they can put their best foot forward when it comes to makeup and fashion and wardrobe. And in that respect, when it comes to feeling confident, that is something that I'm passionate about. And that is the edge that I can bring to it. So while I may not know the names of the makeup artists and I may not have ever tried half of the beauty brands, I do know that these things play a key role in feeling confident. So if you are on the fence of accepting the offer to be interviewed, ask yourself, what approach can I bring? So I thought about asking the producer, why do you want me on the show? Why me? I'm not into beauty and fashion. I'm not an expert in that field. But instead of asking, I asked myself, well, what do I bring? What do I bring to the table? And the truth is confidence. That's what I bring. That's what I talk about. That's what I feel comfortable talking about. So even in my introduction in the show, I related it back to confidence. And I found ways to take the topics and use them as like the pillars that you can build confidence on because that's what I speak on. And so in that way, I was able to take something that felt completely out of my wheelhouse and actually make it work for me and make myself an asset to them to be able to bring my refreshing approach of being confident on camera and how that relates to beauty and fashion industries. And then I did briefly touch on this, but just to reiterate it, you get to get in front of their audience. Y'all, it's a lot of work to have your own show. It's a lot of work to create podcast episodes week after week. It's a lot of work to build your audience. So when someone has done all of that work and all they're asking of you is like an hour of your time to speak 
and you're able to utilize all of the hard work that they put in by reaching their audience and by connecting with them, you guys, it's a great opportunity. And that is one thing that I absolutely factored in. I looked at the show and I looked at the views that the last episode had. And it was enough to where I was like, wow, those people, I maybe a handful of them are crossover and already know of me, maybe. But all of those other people, those are people that I have the potential to connect with. Those are people that I have the potential to encourage. And they go, hey, she keeps talking about confidence. Like I could use some some work there in my confidence area. I like her. I'm going to go check out her page. I'm going to go connect with her. So being in front of other people's audiences, especially when they're putting in the legwork, so, so worth it. All right. Someone's asked you to be on their show or their segment, and you have been so courageous and amazing, and you've said yes. Even if it pushes you outside of your comfort zone, you have decided you are going to be on their show. Here are the five ways to prepare for it. Most of these preparations have to do with asking questions. So you've got to be willing to speak to whoever reached out to you directly and make sure that you get the answers that you need so that way you can put your best foot forward. So that way you're not floundering. So know that and be okay with being willing to take up just a few minutes of their time to get these questions answered and to be able to know what to expect exactly. The first thing is to understand the structure of the show. If it's a podcast, then it's most likely going to be an interview style, meaning the host is going to ask you questions and you're going to go back and forth based on the responses and whatever you bring to the table and whatever their experience may be. That's an interview style show or the show maybe a panel style where there are several speakers and you're still going to have sort of questions directed to you, but it's not going to be something that you need to prepare lengthy answers for. It's going to be more off the cuff, going off of each other and being able to respond to the questions that are really brought up in those moments. So those are your two main types of shows that you may be asked to be on, a panel type show or an interview type show. So ask and decide which one you're going to be a part of so that way you know how to best prepare your own answers. The next step to this is ask if the show is live or pre-recorded. Most of these are going to be pre-recorded. Uh, podcast episodes are pre-recorded. If it's going to be live, it's most likely going to be a Facebook live, a YouTube live, one of those types of shows. You just want to know because there's a different level of expectation when it's live versus when it's pre-recorded. So you just want to be prepared and have as much information and details as possible. So that is your first step is to understand the formatting of the show, whether it's interview or panel, and then whether it's live or pre-recorded. The second thing is to know the pillars of the show. What is the vibe? Is it conversational? Is it more formal? You could even just ask them, what are a few words you would describe your show as? Like, what's the style? So the one that I was just on, I didn't even have to ask. They told me this is a 
like girlfriend friendly vibe. Like we're all just friends here chatting. So that told me that it was conversational, that I could be a little bit more fluid with my answers. They encouraged uh, to jump off of each other. They encouraged comedy and humor and bringing in sort of that level of I even made a joke about, well, I get hives when I go into Sephora because there's so much going on because it fit with this like mood of the show. It fit with the tone. Whereas if it was a more formal educational show, me saying something like that would not have added a proper element. I was on this show where I did not have to be positioned as an expert. I could be positioned as just a friend, as the girl next door who helps teach people to be confident, but does not know half of these beauty bloggers names and is not a makeup artist, but I love XYZ. You see what I mean? Like knowing the tone, the mood, the vibe of the show is going to be Super key for the way that you create your content and approach delivering it. So number three, ask to see the content or the questions in advance. This is something that should be completely accommodated for if you're asking for it. It was already presented to me for the show that I was on, all of the questions, and it was actually uh, different articles that I could review that we were going to talk about. Those were all sent to me in advance. However, if they were not, I still would have asked, okay, what is this show's topic? Because while each show may have like a category, each episode is going to have a different content and a different topic. And if you've been selected or asked to speak, then it's most likely because you have an edge that you can bring to that content. So ask, hey, can I see the questions in advance? Like if it's interview based or tell me what topics are we going to talk about? Like, I just need to know. And even if it's not already prepared, the producer is going to appreciate where you're coming from. And if anything, even if it doesn't exist already, they'll be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to get all the content ironed out and send it your way. That is not something that you should feel guilty about asking, like ask the questions. And if they're like, you know, we don't really have a set type of question, then you could create some and send them their way and say, is this on par? Is this the right sort of thing? I just want to make sure that I'm in the exact right mindset that I'm prepared. Just tell them that you're wanting to prepare, that you're wanting to be the best version of you, the most efficient expert that you can be so that you want to know the content or the questions. So that way you can benefit their audience. So that way you can bring the best value possible to their show. And then number four, research and prepare your content. I was sent uh, six different articles and I read them all and I prepared an answer for each thing. And since I knew the tone of the show, I also prepared a few little jokes and I didn't write them line for line, but I knew, okay, if I'm feeling it, I'm going to add a little bit of humor here. Uh, if I'm feeling it, I'm going to say this because this is pretty good. And both times when I incorporated them, it went over so well because it fit the vibe of the show. It fit the tone, the girl chat and all of us kind of feeding off of each other's energies. So research and prepare what you're going to say. This can just be a super simple outline and you don't have to stick to it word for word, but you want to have an idea of what you're going to say for if you go blank, because that happens. 
So have some answers prepared, have an idea of what you'd like to say. You do not need to print it out. You do not need to stick to it at all. You can prepare and then you can throw it away, but know that you put in the work because that is a huge pillar in confidence, having your content good to go. I don't know much about the beauty industry, makeup and skincare, but for each of these six articles, I had at least two things to say for each one. So I could not feel ill-equipped. I had value. I knew what I was going to say, and they were all authentic to me. It wasn't like I was pretending to know something that I didn't know. It wasn't like I was pretending to be uh, someone else. I very much took my own approach to them. And I even touched base with the producer and said, hey, listen, these two topics I'm not big on. I don't really know, but you know, I got an idea of what I'm going to say. And she was like, just use that. Say that you've never heard of the people in this top 20 list of makeup artists. Say that you've literally never touched any of these top five makeup uh, lines. It's perfectly fine to say that. So that was her approach to it. But my approach was just to be as upfront as possible and definitely having content prepared makes such a difference with your confidence because you just feel like you belong in that space. If you feel like you don't know what to say and you don't have something to say, then get yourself something to say. Figure it out, write it out, and then be there to say that. Be there to be present and to bring value with you. And then my fifth and final tip, listen to the show. Go listen to the last episode of the show. You're going to discover so much more from maybe just listening to the show than you could from getting answers to all of those questions. You're going to see what their introduction looks like, how long or short that may be. You're going to get to see the flow of the show, what the style really is like, what the tone is, what the vibe is, what past content has been laid out like, and then how they're going to wrap up the show at the end. So absolutely go and watch or listen to like the latest episode of the show. Or you could even ask, depending on how comfortable you are with talking to the producer, hey, is there a good reference episode that I could go check out to know the exact flow of our conversation? And then I have a bonus tip for you. So let's recap the five, how to prepare. First of all, understanding the format of the show. Second of all, knowing the pillars of the show and the overall mood and the vibe of what they're going for. Number three is asking to see the content or the questions in advance. So that way you can, number four, research and prepare your content. And then number five, go watch an episode of the show. My bonus tip for you is take some behind the scenes before and after. And if you can, during, you kind of got to feel that out. When I was in the show, it just wouldn't have been appropriate to ask to take photos during. So I just did a before and captured what I was going through. And then I did an after and I made sure I took some photos and some content. So the show that I was a part of is not being released today. So I recorded a video and did a photo for my social media that I'm going to release once the show is out because I'm going to maximize my efforts. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go record a podcast episode too, because I know that Maybe being interviewed feels like something that would never happen to you. Maybe you know people with shows and you think they're not going to approach me. I want you to have a resource for if that happens, if they do approach you. So I knew about the show, but I had no idea that I would be asked to be on it because I thought, what am I going to bring? What value could I possibly bring? And 
I'm so relieved that I did it. I got to make new connections and it hasn't even aired yet. And I haven't even seen it or seen how their audience has reacted to it, but just the process of filming was fulfilling and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. It's scary, but it is the way to grow. And I'm not just talking about growing on video, I'm talking about growing your business. I can't afford to stay in my comfort zone. I need to reach other people's audiences. I need people to hear what I can do and how I can help them feel confident, how I can help them grow their businesses through video. So I can't afford to stay comfortable. I can't afford to stay in this zone. And I want you to feel like you don't have to either. I want you to know that you can go from feeling what in the world am I going to say to nailing that interview? It's all about just preparation and knowing that you belong there. If you've convinced yourself that you're going to be a joke and that you don't belong there and that there's no way that you're going to do good, that's going to reflect how you perform. But if you've convinced yourself, you know what, this producer sees something in me, here's what I've prepared. I'm going to bring my own level of experience here and I'm going to have fun. I'm going to just nail this and soak up every minute of it. Then that's going to be reflected in the episode itself. If you're wanting to see the episode, it is called the fab lab. That is the show. You can find it over on Facebook. By the time this podcast has released, that episode will have dropped on Saturday, February 12th. So you can go check it out and tell me what you think. I very much enjoyed it. I'm so glad that I did it. And I really hope that if you've been approached or have even been thinking about it, that you just feel so encouraged by this episode and know that you absolutely have the tools within you you just got to believe it. You really got to feel it and believe it and bring that energy with you. Maybe you have a friend who has a show and maybe you've kind of wanted to be on it. Sharing this episode with them would be a great way to kind of break the ice and say, hey, she spoke about all of the kind of feelings that you may get when being approached by an interviewer. And I've always admired your show from afar. And this is exactly what I'm feeling, but maybe one day we could collaborate. Put that out there because that person who's running that show is constantly looking for people. They're constantly thinking about people and there's a chance they may have already thought about you and that you may be in their Rolodex of, okay, she's gonna be a guest one day. Maybe they just haven't had the time to approach you yet, or maybe they don't know if you're even interested. So send this episode to them and kind of break the ice that way. I think that is a great idea. If I do, if I may say so myself, thank you so much for listening in friends. As always, you can find me over at camera brave on Instagram, on Facebook, and now on TikTok. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will see you next time on the camera brave show.